welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. Join your host, Rhonda Arl and Laura Forehand. We want to help you as teachers reach your full potential by keeping you up to date with all the latest and best Whole Brain Teaching strategies. Whole Brain Teaching is a grassroots educational reform movement founded by Coach Chris Biffle, Jay Vanderfin, and Chris Rexstad. Whole Brain Teaching's goal is to create peaceful classrooms through orderly fun. To support the podcast, please like and share with other teachers. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. And now, here are Laura and Rhonda. Welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. I'm Rhonda, and I'm here with my Whole Brain Teaching best friend, Miss Laura. How are you doing today, Miss Laura? I'm doing good. I've got my blanket on. It's cold back here <laughs> for the podcast, but I'm really happy to see your face and also to see the face of um, our wonderful coach, Chris Biffle. And he is back on the podcast today. We are so honored to have you back, coach. Our last episode was the new brain discovery that revolutionizes instruction and whole brain teaching classrooms. That was part two. Um, There was so much rich information in both parts of the series. We had a part one and a part two. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to those episodes yet, we do want to encourage you to go back and, and do so. Today, we are ready for another dynamic podcast from the mind of coach. So today, we will be talking about Rochambeau, the healing power of mutual deep compliments. Thank you, coach, for joining us on the podcast once again. I am charged up today, ladies. Awesome. Let us talk about something we alluded to before which is this game called Rochambeau. Now, Rochambeau might be French for paper, rock, and scissors. One of the simplest childhood games, we don't even have to teach it to kids, they know how to play it, but we've put a twist on this game that is producing behavior that we've never seen before. Laura, have you had an opportunity to play Rochambeau? Yes, my kids love, you know, even if they're choosing who's going to go first when they're sharing with their partner, they'll do rock, paper, scissors or Rochambeau. So yeah, we've we've played that. Mm -hmm. We're working on a new book, ladies, called Whole Brain Teaching for Extremely Beloved Rascals. And we've generated 10 or 15 new games for the book. The problem has been, how do you organize all of these healing uh, strategies into a coherent sequence? So Rhonda, here is the outline, only three steps. Rhonda, an extremely beloved rascal is someone who has a meltdown at least once a day. We have those kids. I firmly believe we will have more. So if an extremely beloved rascal is someone who has a meltdown at least once a day, then our new book is part one, 
before meltdowns, part two during meltdowns, and part three after meltdowns. Sounds perfect. <laughs> Rhonda, talk about the, the desperately needed new book, Whole Brain Teaching for Extremely Beloved Rascals. Go. Uh, I'm, super, I'm super excited. I mean, I saw education and kids changing as when I was leaving and retired. So this Extremely Beloved Rascal book is going to be an awesome asset to teachers. Um, just a reminder to the listeners that an Extremely Beloved Rascal is someone that has a meltdown once a day. And this new book is going to focus in on before, during, and after those meltdowns. Yeah. Now, the, Laura, the good news is that the games we are developing work great for every kid. Mm -hmm. So if you have a game that helps beloved rascals get along with each other, it is superpower for every other kid. It takes the worst case, most troubled, heartbroken, distressed, brain of little brain it helps them manage those emotions which is what we all need to do even our dear teachers even our right. dear coach believe it or not Ron, Laura, Laura talk about uh, why it's not just for beloved rascals go I think that's what I love about whole brain teaching in general and and about all the games that are out there is they're inclusive they're for the whole class I mean, let's be honest, Rhonda, we've seen, you know, when there's a beloved rascal in our classroom, every other student knows that is the beloved rascal. That is the one who's going to give the teacher the hard time or whatever. And so I love that these games are for everybody. They're all inclusive. And therefore that beloved rascal is not being singled out either because they want that negative attention or we're not singling them out to make them feel even worse about their themselves and their behavior. So I love it. All right. So we are seeing as a result of Rochambeau, which I'll describe in detail in a second, the latest version, we're seeing kids do things that we've never seen them do before in 25 years. Andre Desatel, our assistant director, right out of the box, I wrote him an email. He had two kids into his office. That's what he does is help quarreling kids. He guided them through some calm down strategies. They then played Rochambeau, our special paper, rock, and scissors with each other, and ended up smiling all within about five to 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Right out of the box, Rochambeau was used for conflict resolution. Rhonda, you remember the days of conflict <laughs> when you were doing your best to try to resolve it? Absolutely. Do. <laughs> All right. So we are also seeing... So we're seeing conflict resolution in a way that we haven't seen before. Two kids come up to a teacher on the playground. They complain about each other. True stories. The teacher says, go play Rochambeau. 
and they go play Rochambeau. Some other kids who are having problems getting along in the classroom, the teacher guides them through playing Rochambeau. The kids not only play, other kids want to play. They go out on the playground and they play Rochambeau. A principal, Ben Demacus, who's the leader of the only whole brain teaching model school in Mishawaka, Indiana, guides 600 kids in the auditorium through Rochambeau. And he says, coach, even the fifth graders were playing. We're seeing kids hug who were angry at each other. There's a photograph on Super Improver of Ben playing Rochambeau with a kid five minutes before had been in a meltdown. And now the kid is beating Ben at Rochambeau and there's a big grin on his face. So Rochambeau is doing two things that we never dreamed of could happen together. Conflict resolution and meltdown healing. Laura, talk to me, Fred. Uh, yeah, this sounds perfect for my classroom. Um, I can think of some some conflicts that we had even last week. And, and I do have a couple of kiddos that have meltdowns. So I, I love that that just by playing Rochambeau, by playing this game, we're seeing conflict resolution and we're seeing healing from those meltdowns. All right. So let's get into a description of the latest 10 minutes old version of Rochambeau. So first of all, Laura, because it's giving the compliments in Rochambeau that is so healing, I want you to have compliment practice without even going to the game and you tell kids there's three kinds of compliments we changed our verbiage a little bit, surface, shallow, and deep. And your dear coach, Rhonda, will have a poster with surface, shallow, and deep graphics on the Super Improver page before the end of the day, despite the fact that I'll be sitting on the edge of my seat hoping Kansas City wins. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Laura. Talk about compliment practice as stage one of Rochambeau. Okay, so stage one is that compliment practice. I think this is so important because our kids don't really know how to give compliments. There's three types. There's surface, shallow, and deep. All right. So you tell kids, all right, we're going to play Rochambeau. Really fun game, but first we got to get ready to play. We got to practice. Here are surface compliments, and you show them the graphic. Surface compliments <clears throat> are what we occasionally hear in class. You have neat shoes. That's a cool backpack. I wish I had that rock band T-shirt. Uh, wow, where did you get those shoelaces? Girls might say to each other, maybe guys, here you got beautiful hair, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, surface compliments are about appearances and possessions. Rhonda, 
You've heard, heard kids give surface compliments. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, but there is a sprinkling of this positive bonding going on. Talk about it, Rhonda. Surface compliments. All right. Surface compliments are basically compliments that you give someone that's about their appearance or possessions that they own. Um, they're not very deep. Yes. So Laura, in the graphic, I will give I give some examples of surface compliments and let kids spend and then we should be doing compliment practice twice a day, mm. morning and afternoon, before we do anything else with Rochambeau. Mm-hmm. Uh, Laura, a shallow compliment is a compliment about a person's character. You are nice, you are cool, you are generous, you are creative. The problem with surface compliments is they're not about the person and the problem with shallow compliments is they are about the person but they could be about any person Mm. and they are not specific to the individual laura shallow compliments let's practice them talk about it yeah so those shallow compliments are about a person's character, but they could be about anybody's character. So if I said, you know, Rhonda, I like your, I I like your hair. I mean, I could, I could say that about anybody in my class. So it's not specific to that person. Yes. All right. Now, Rhonda, deep compliments are compliments that are about things that the person has actually done, personality characteristics. When you gave me a hug on the playground the other day when the kids were making fun of me, that really made me feel better. That's a deep compliment. Uh, When we eat lunch together and she shared the Twinkie That was really generous. Deep compliments require thought and they require you to think about the person and they require you to keep your eye on them about what they're actually doing. They're unique and they touch the heart. Rhonda, talk about deep compliments. Okay, so the deep compliments are very specific It's something that the person has actually done. They require thought about that person and keeping your eye on that person so that you can see that. And I think that's going to be hard for kids. So I think that practice is very, very important to do. Yes, it is hard. But Laura, note this. Our kids do not know how to bond with each other. Mm. They don't. We see a little bit of surface compliments. Occasionally we see shallow compliments. I went 40 years and I can't recall any one of my students giving each other a deep compliment. And my friends, it's hard, but it is desperately needed. I agree. Mm -hmm. Laura, talk about how desperately we need kids 
to heal each other for Pete's sakes. Mm -hmm. Go. Yeah. I'm thinking about my classroom right now. And, and I do hear a lot of shallow compliments when someone's at the board working on a math problem and they get the answer, you know, or get close to the answer, you know, the I'm still cool or great job, um, things like that. But like you said, those could be for anybody that goes up to the board. And so, yeah, that those deep compliments though, we, we are desperately needing some practice in my classroom on those. All right. So let's talk about the levels of Rochambeau. Level one, which goes on all the time is just compliment practice. Level two, you set a timer for two minutes. Kids play paper, rock and scissors. But first, and this is the Laura's genius innovation. Laura, aren't you excited to hear what your genius innovation is? This is like a deep compliment I'm laying on I your am. Right I, I'm you very intrigued. I'm very intrigued right now. <laughs> uh, I thought that the that kids should agree that the winner gives the loser a compliment. Far better, which is Laura's method. The kids in the new version decide, is it going to be the winner or the loser who gives a compliment? And the reason that that's better is it adds more student control mm. and it adds more uncertainty, both of which the brain loves. So the kids play for two minutes and they give each other compliments Uh and there's some healing going on. We'll talk about the brain. That That is level two. Level one, let's practice compliments. Level two, let's give each other compliments. Rhonda, level two, go. Okay, so on level two, after you've practiced giving compliments, you're setting the timer for two minutes and giving compliments. And if I, am I understanding this right? The kids get to choose before they play, whether right. winner or loser yeah. gives a compliment. Yeah. Okay. Which is a beautiful thing. Now. Laura, level three, we want kids to give surface, shallow, or deep, single whammy compliments. Mm -hmm. Single whammy compliment is you are nice. That is a shallow. You have beautiful hair. That is a surface. I love your dragon drawing. That is a deep. A single whammy compliment is a sentence with one bit of praise. Mm -hmm. Surface, shallow, or deep. Go, Laura. Yeah. So level three is going to be where we have kids giving a surface, shallow, or deep single whammy compliment. So it's just one thing. That's it. Just one thing. As we know, single whammies, double whammies, and triple whammies enormously increase kids' oral language skills and set up ways to speak paragraphs and essays. So Rhonda, the next level, level four is give double whammy compliments. Surface shallow or deep. Say two things. I like your shoes and your hair. 
Uh, you are kind and generous. You help me feel better on the playground and I love having lunch with you. Double whammy compliments. Rhonda, talk about it. Okay, so stepping it up to level four is your double whammy compliments where you're giving um, two compliments on the surface level, the shallow level, or the deep level. And level five, Laura, as you could imagine, is a triple whammy compliment. Um, surface, shallow, or deep surface. You have a cool backpack a funny pencil, and a great t-shirt. Shallow, you are nice, kind, and generous. Deep, you are getting better at rule five. The question you asked the other day about math helped everyone learn, and I always see you with a smile on your face. Laura, mm -hmm. giving a triple whammy deep compliment sets the bar sky high, and that's where the bar needs to be set. Mm -hmm. We don't want to set the bar any lower than sky high. Laura, talk about where we're setting the bar. Go ahead. We definitely want to set the bar high. And and I, I've said this for a long time in my teaching career, you know, wherever we expect kids to be, that's where they will show up. So if we set that bar low, they're going to stay low. If we set the bar high, they're going to, they're going to be up there um, with those high expectations. I did have a question. So when we're doing that compliment practice, um, I just want to make sure I have this correct. Do we, do we practice all three types of compliments? Laura, who's running your classroom? Well, I am. <laughs> That's right. You make that decision. Okay. Uh, I would say for me, I would just spend a couple of days just practicing surface compliments. Okay. And then I would go into surface and shallow. And, you know, here's the thing, ladies. So listen, it. Yeah. listen to your coach carefully. We have levels because we need an all-year program. Mm -hmm. You might do complement practice for a couple of months, for Pete's sakes, yes. Mm -hmm. And then you might go to level two Rochambeau and level three and level four and level five. We need something that lasts all year mm -hmm. because the mind, according to the phenomenon of habituation, gets tired of doing the same old, same old, even if it's delicious fun. Mm -hmm. Kids eventually will stop playing Fortnite because they just get bored with slaughtering their friends. Mm -hmm. Rhonda, talk about the importance of any strategy having a year-long timeline oh you just muted yourself I, the dog was barking so i had to mute myself <laughs> so as i remember back in the days when i was a teacher it is a super super long year yes. and these levels will help us to keep going with this important strategy all year long 
Laura, let me give you a vision of next school year. By next school year, as you know, we have 12 or 13 levels in Super Improver. Mm -hmm. We will design a level of Rochambeau for turtle, for kangaroo, for panda. There will be a new level of Rochambeau when kids level up because we need something that lasts all year. Mm -hmm. Rochambeau is going to be right there with Super Improver. Laura, explain how delighted you are that your coach is going to be crazy busy this summer trying to make your teaching job easier. I always appreciate you doing that, coach. You have no idea. I think the other thing that I really like about the levels is that in practicing the levels for a couple days or a week, if that's what you choose, is then the kids really understand the difference between those compliments because I'm sure when I go to Rhonda's house and say, oh, I like your sweater, you know, I think I might be giving her a deep compliment and that's not really what I'm giving. So I love the idea of really, you know, um, staggering it and scaffolding it. So let's talk a little bit about the brain and why I believe Rochambeau is so powerful. Number one, by letting kids decide who the winner or loser is, and the kids don't know who's going to win or lose, that introduces uncertain reward. And uncertain reward is at the heart of all games. We don't play games where winning is easier obvious and winning it <laughs> at Rochambeau is not easier obvious. So uncertain reward releases dopamine from the nucleus accumbens. Rhonda, talk about uncertainty in Rochambeau and mention the words nucleus accumbens and dopamine. Good luck. Gosh. <laughs> All right. So with letting kids decide this uncertain reward of who's giving the deep compliment, it releases that dopamine. And coach, you're going to have to help me with those brain terms again. Uh, and dopamine comes from the nucleus accumbens. Nucleus accumbens. Okay. Thank you, coach. Very good. Now, Laura. Mm. There's something called the love hormone, the cuddle chemical. It's called oxytocin. Mm -hmm. uh, it is generated by the hypothalamus, which is the brain's control center, which releases hormones. And so when you get a compliment in Rochambeau, you're getting a dopamine-fueled oxytocin cocktail. Two wonderful things at the same time. Slot machine never tells you it loves you. <laughs> Slot machine never gives you a deep compliment. That's pure dopamine. Mm. Rochambeau is activating two of the brain's most potent pleasure chemicals. Laura, mm -hmm. the hypothalamus in there and oxytocin. Go. Okay. Um, yeah. So when we get, when we play Rochambeau, when we get those, those compliments, especially those deep compliments, we are able to release that oxytocin from the hypothalamus. And as you said, between the uncertain reward of the dopamine and then the oxytocin of the, of the deep compliments, 
the, that's all mixed together into this wonderful fueled cocktail that you were talking about. This is why kids learn Rochambeau and then go out on the playground and play it with each other. It feels good. Feels good in two ways. Mm. And as we said in the previous podcast, we have an area of the brain that we abbreviate the DAC, which registers social rewards mm. and feels pain when we're excluded. And we have the septal area, which is most active when we're actually doing something kind. Rochambeau, I think, is just lighting up the brains of kids if you do it right. And that means level it. Level it. Go slow to go fast. Mm -hmm. Rhonda, talk about the importance of not going in tomorrow at level five and looking for triple whammy deep compliments for Pete's sakes. Rhonda, talk about it. Talk to your sister, brother, teachers. Okay, I will. I just feel like because kids don't know how to give, especially those deep compliments. Um, I mean, I remember hearing the shallow and the surface compliments a lot. You really need to get that practice in that foundation set at level one before you go on. So definitely level it, but take it slow in order to go fast. Mm-hmm. Laura, let's talk about a forbidden subject, politics. Listen to me. We are teaching kids to read. And we are led by people who are superb readers. And we're teaching kids to write. And we're led by people who are superb writers. And we're teaching kids to think critically. And we're led by people who are great critical thinkers. I won't name names. But my friends... Many of the people who are so good at reading, writing, and critical thinking are moral skunks. Mm. You know, they're just not kind. Mm -hmm. They don't have the basic ingredient of how to get along with fellow humans and how to bond with each other. So I'm saying, wherever you are out there in podcast land, your coach is going to make a pronouncement right now. Rhonda, are you ready for the big pronouncement? I am so ready. Lay it on me, coach. All right, here it is. For decades, we've searched for the golden key in whole brain teaching. We've searched for the one thing that would make the most difference. And we certainly believe that Super Improver and the Magic Circle and many, many other things are making substantial differences. Go to the Super Improver page and you will see success stories. But if I could wave a magic wand, and I'm looking around for one across the world's classrooms, it would be the most important thing we can do as educators is to teach kids to give each other deep compliments, mutual deep compliments. Laura, if you have a class that is a tightly bonded team of kids who feel good about each other and trust each other mm-hmm. and are open-heartedly generous with each other, everything else falls into place. Laura, 
mutual deep compliments, a steady channel of mutual deep compliments is a rising tide that will lift all boats. The reading boat, the writing boat, the critical thinking boat, the spelling boat, the math boat. That's my pronouncement. Laura, mm -hmm. what say you, my good friend? I'm I'm in 100% agreement with you. I, I mean, really, um, I think we've I think we've gotten away from that in the classroom and, and for, you know, I, I get it. Cause teachers like more gets put on our plate. It feels like every year, you know, we have more and more things that um, through our States or whatever, our districts that we're responsible for, but, you know, we can't forget the very, you know, character of our students because, and like you said, I think once we can help our students have those deep mutual compliments for one another, like you said, all the other things will absolutely come. I've, I've seen that. I mean, I wouldn't say that, you know, we are the best at deep compliments. I think that is definitely an area in my classroom that I can work on um, with my students, but because of the atmosphere of mutual respect and kindness for each other, um, there's this, there's this atmosphere of helping each other, even before they even ask for it, of just being willing to help one another. And I've heard other teachers say that it's almost surprising to them how kind my students can be. And I wish it wasn't a surprise. You know what I mean? I wish it was like, oh, that's just the norm. But like you said, coach, unfortunately, it's not always the norm in our classrooms. Rhonda, what's your vote? I agree with you, coach. I mean, it, it's sad to say that it has to come from the teacher in the classroom when I really feel like it should be coming from home, mm -hmm. but it's not. I mean, I'm just being honest here. Mm -hmm. It's not. So if the teacher can incorporate that, hopefully our world will kind of turn around from where it is right now. All right, my dear listeners, uh, whatever you do today, definitely root for the Chiefs. <laughs> uh, but as you are, understand your coach is finishing a poster, a simple poster. I'll create a more elaborate one. I'll put it on the Super Improver page that shows the three levels of compliments uh, I'm getting it out very quickly because I think it's vital and I will make the poster a bit more elaborate as we go forward, but get going. Start compliment practice tomorrow. Hey, I've got a crazy idea. Why not start compliment practice at home? Oh no, that <laughs> who would ever think that would be necessary, Laura? What do you say? No, I was just thinking that. And like that goes back to what Rhonda was saying. I think a lot of these things, if we can start them in our homes, then man, what a difference we can make, not only in our schools, but in our entire world. So coach, yeah. coach I have a question. Do we have a timeline of when this new book's coming out? Mm. Uh I'm sorry. Ronnie, you broke up. I didn't didn't quite understand you. <laughs> Coach, could I help you write this new book? Is that did I get that? I'm hoping anything you need me to do, I'd be glad to help. <laughs> I'm hoping end of the summer before the next school year. Perfect. Thank you.
I do want to, I'm sorry, Rhonda. I was going to say, I do want to thank you um, coach for getting a poster because I I'm looking forward to like putting that in my classroom because that will help me to remember to do the practice. So didn't mean to interrupt you, Rhonda. That's fine. So Thank you, Coach, for these weekly discussions. We all gain so much encouragement from you and all your strategies. And we want to encourage our listeners to listen and share of all of Coach's amazing podcasts. The start of this 2024 year has been phenomenal. And if you haven't listened to those, please pick those up and listen to them. Don't forget to order your own copy of Coach's latest book, Whole Brain Teaching for Challenging Kids, the second edition. It's on Amazon. And we have no shortage of resources for you, whether you're a newbie or a veteran Holbring Teaching teacher, just check out our website at www.holbringteaching.com. Our Holbring Teaching official store is on Teachers Pay Teachers. And we have our Holbring Teaching Facebook pages because we're all here for you. And we've had a lot of um, people struggling and I love seeing the uplifting comments and help that people are supporting those that are struggling a little bit. Good point. And we are so grateful for the enormous amount of time and help that you give to teachers all over the globe. Coach, we know that your time is valuable. And so we're thankful that you can meet us here each week to discuss all the wonderful things you have going on. And to our listeners, please continue to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with all your teacher friends and administrators. We honestly couldn't do this without you. So we are so grateful. Until next time. Bye-bye.